Hey guys, this is Tony Henley, and I want to welcome you to Tony Henley Ministries. A ministry that is dedicated to equipping believers to be leaders. I, uh, as you can tell, my, my voice is a little off today. Um, I hope I can get through this uh, without coughing. I'm just uh, getting over a head cold, a little bit of chest cold, and so my voice is a little off. But uh, I just wanted to get on here today and um, share some things with you from the scriptures. Uh, I want to start out with a, uh, a scripture in the book of um, it's in the uh, book of Psalms, and it's Psalms thirty-one twenty-four. It says this in the New King James. It says, "Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord." And our topic today is going to be on courage. He says, "Be of good courage, and He, God, will strengthen your heart, all who hope in the Lord." You know, courage is one of those characteristics that every leader is going to have to have, especially in today's world where there's so much opposition towards Christianity. Um, it's some people, um, they will speak tolerance. They, they want to get their voice out there, but they don't want anybody else to speak. Christians um, oftentimes are put to the wayside because uh, people just want to hear what they have to say. And they're always, uh, people are always open to listen to other um, comments or other opinions, but Christianity is is going to be one of those ministries that uh, is going to be one of those um, things that people have to stand up alone sometimes, and that takes courage. the The word courage means this: it means it's the ability to do something that frightens you, or bravery. Now think of something you, even though you're frightened, and um, there's times where you're going to have fear. We know that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. But there's times where fear will come upon us. It's like, if I stand up and I say this, I could lose my job. If I stand up and say this, I could lose, um, you know, I could have something happen to me or, or um, you know, it's not going to be a good thing. But yet it's going to take courage to stand up and speak what God puts in your heart. I'm reminded of a scripture. I'm actually a, a, a gentleman in the Bible, and there's many, many examples of men and women that had courage to do what God had called them to do. But in 1 Kings um, 17 through 18, uh, there's a story about a man named Elijah. Elijah was a prophet to Israel. And uh, it's an interesting passage because uh, Ahab and Elijah came along during a time when it was a very bad time for Israel. It was a time where uh, they had a king. His name was Ahab. Everybody's familiar with his wife, uh, Jezebel. And uh, Israel had turned their back on God. They had allowed sin in the land. They had done everything and anything against what God had spoken to them to do. And uh, there was just a lot of darkness in the land. The scripture says that uh, King Ahab rose up during that time. And he was the most wicked king that Israel had ever had. In the very next verse, it says, Elijah the Tishbite came. Elijah, a light in a darkness. And that's what, if you're, gonna, if you're going to lead in this world, you have to be that light in darkness. And um, it takes courage to do that. So Elijah, you know, he knew, he knew all about the idolatry of Israel. He knew all about their sins. <coughs> Excuse me. 
he knew all about um, the things that were going on with King Ahab. And he came along, and he came along at a time when he knew that it was time for God's judgment to settle on that land. Matter of fact, he knew it so well that he was the one that pronounced it, that spoke it. Um, the Bible says that he prayed, and for three years they had no, no rain. Now, rain was vital. I live in central California. We went through a drought, and uh, when you're in a drought, wells dry up, um, you know, livestock suffer, all kinds of things happen. And during that time, you know, there was a, um, the three years there was a drought that uh, no rain, the streams dried up, the crops failed, people were starving. And um, Elijah was, uh, it took a lot of courage for him to stand up and uh, oppose King Ahab, who had a lot of power. And uh, not only that, Elijah was also the man that stood alone. He was the prophet that stood on Mount Carmel. You know, there was 450 prophets of Baal, and there was him. Now, you got to understand, Elijah, his goal wasn't to um, show up people. His, uh, his goal was to see revival in Israel. His goal was to see Israel turn back to God. And here he is on, a mount, on Mount Carmel. He's challenging the uh, prophets of Baal. And he tells them, he says, you prepare a sacrifice for your God, and I'll prepare a sacrifice for my God. You call on your God, and then I'll call on my God. So they called on their God. They danced. They cut themselves. They chanted. They, they just called and called and called for their God to eat the sacrifices up, but it never happened. And then we, uh, we know that Elijah was pretty bold. I mean, he was very courageous. He made fun of them. He mocked them. He put water on his sacrifice and all around it, and then he called on the God of Israel. And guess what? The God of Israel just, just consumed that sacrifice with uh, fire. Elijah was a great man of courage. And um, we know that after that, that after the fire came down and, and took the sacrifice, that he actually uh, directed the execution of Baal's priest. It took a lot of courage for Elijah to stand up during that time. For one man to pray for judgment on his own people, to confront a wicked king, and also to stand before hundreds of false prophets and challenge their God. That took a lot of courage. Now let's look at you and I. You and I live in a, we live in a time where there's gross darkness upon the land. There's um, people that have agendas that are uh, t trying to take over our kids' thoughts. There's school systems that are trying to indoctrinate our kids to believe certain things. There's the media that's trying to indoctrinate our kids to think certain things and grow up and take certain values that are contrary to God's word. There's people, there's teachers, there's politicians. There's just all these different um, people that have agendas in order to take over this world. And we know that there's uh, so much sin in the land. It takes people that have courage to stand up. No matter how uh, frightening it looks, no matter how daunting the task is ahead of us, no matter how um, hard it might look, we still have to stand up for what's right. And again, sometimes that will cause persecution. Sometimes it will cause, um, there will be consequences to it. But we need to understand that, uh, that God is the one that he gives us that courage that not only he'll give us that courage, but he'll also, he'll give us strength. He'll strengthen our heart. 
as long as we hope in him. So it says, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. He shall strengthen your inner man. He shall strengthen you. If you're of good courage, then God is going to strengthen you. God is going to surround you with favor and empower you. He's going to help you to overcome your fears so you can speak when you need to speak. Sometimes we have to be quiet. That takes courage sometimes too. It takes courage to allow God to move on a situation. But I just want to encourage you today. You know, look at your situation. Look at your family. Look at your job. Look at where you're at and say, you know, do am I able to embrace and do what God's called me to do? Even in spite of opposition, even in spite of fear that might come against me, I want to encourage you, be courageous. Trust in the Lord your God. He'll strengthen you. He'll equip you. He'll empower you. He'll protect you. He'll give you the words to speak, when to speak, and how to speak. God has a great plan for your life, and I just want to encourage you, be courageous. Believers are called to influence their world. They're called to be leaders in this world. And it's going to take people that are courageous to do that. Again, this is Tony Henley. I encourage you to go to our website, TonyHenley.org, and you can uh, subscribe to our uh, podcast. You can uh, check out um, articles we've written, uh, some videos there. Uh, You can also donate if you feel led to donate to Tony Henley Ministries. We are a 501c3. Our goal is to spread the gospel, to equip and empower people that will... um, have a passion for God and go out into the world and be light and darkness in this world. Remember, God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. I love you and I hope to talk to you soon. Bye-bye. So we're continuing on courage. I want to give it another example of courage. And this one is in the New Testament in the third chapter of uh, John, uh, Matthew. Matthew 3, uh, verses 1 through 10, we find a man called John the Baptist. And John was a very courageous leader. If you're not familiar with John, John was uh, Jesus' cousin. And John, he was born with a purpose. And uh, His main purpose was to pave the way for Christ. He prepared the people for Jesus' ministry with a a unique ministry of his own. He called people to repent and live what they claimed to believe. You know, John was a, he was a man that confronted issues. He was a very courageous man. Uh, We never hear of him having any fear. We do hear, um, get little glimpses of uh, who he was, but we find that, you know, John, he, he wasn't afraid to confront the Pharisees. He called them vipers. He called them, uh, you know, he just, he, he went after the religious folk. He also talked about, he also went after the common people as well who live uh, as hypocrites. You know, they would claim one thing and live another life. And one of the things that uh, cost him his life was he even um, confronted uh, King Herod himself. King Herod had... Um, married his brother's wife and John called him on that he called him hey this is wrong you're not to uh you know that's not what God wants so so when we think about John you know and him being courageous we talked a little bit earlier about uh Elijah being uh standing alone well I want to give you some characteristics of um how John first of all how he demonstrated himself it's his courageous leadership you know, John, he, first of all, he preached a clear message. 
he had a clear message, repent for the kingdom of God is in hand. Repent. He was preparing the way for Jesus to come and bring the kingdom of God here on earth. Also, uh, he cared more about integrity, integrity than about his own image. You know, the Bible says that he had a camel's clothes on. He ate locusts and honey. And, you know, my picture of John was just a man that was just a wild man out in the out in the wilderness. But yet he he was more concerned about his integrity. And courageous people have, they are people of integrity. They're people of character as well. John had uh, stronger convictions and, uh, you know, conviction concerning an issue will cause you to be courageous when others are not being courageous when others uh, are just tossed to and fro by every kind of doctrine every kind of thought but if you have a conviction and you know your convictions then you're going to stand and convictions really come down to values <coughs> excuse me so let's let's talk about how John became so courageous and what helped him build his courage Number one, and, and these are things that you we, we all need to take at heart, is first of all, John, his mission was deliberate. And he knew what his mission was. My mission is to prepare for the coming of the Lord. And John knew that. That's my job is to prepare for the coming of the Lord. So that's what he did was he went out and he prepared, calling people to repentance. He baptized them you know, as a, as a symbol of them dying to their sins. Also, his message was decisive. You know, he basically, he just said, his, he said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. His message was decisive. It, it wasn't a wishy-washy one. His motive was direct. He had Elijah's voice crying in the wilderness. So his, his uh, motive was direct. Um, his manner was different. Now, his clothes came from camel hair. He ate locusts. So he, he stood out. He looked a lot different than other people. Um, we also find that his principles were deep. He believed people must uh, not only repent, but they also must have the fruit of their repentance. His method was daring. He directed people to confess their sins and be baptized. And his mind was discerning. He perceived the pretenses of the Pharisees. And yet he saw the religiosity, but he knew, he perceived, he was discerning that their motives weren't right. And his ministry was always developing. He drew people from all over Judea. So John is our second man of courage that we talk about. And uh, he demonstrated courageous leadership. And again, I want to encourage you, you know, just as uh, Elijah, he stood alone. Um, also, John, he, he stood alone often himself. Now, he did have disciples. Um, but John, he knew what his mission was. And when you and I know what our mission is, then we can we, we have to go after it. We have to have that conviction. We have to be courageous in proclaiming Christ. We have to be courageous in doing what God has called us to do. And um, so I just want to encourage you with that. Again, go to our website. I hope that uh, these podcasts are helping you. And uh, we'll be um, seeing you shortly. Thank you.